friends, fans, and family, this is Chris Manganelli with Tactical Cinematic Development, also known as TCD. For more information, www.tacticalcinematicdevelopment.com or hit us up on Instagram at TCD underscore action. And if you want to learn a cool martial arts move in a minute or less, check us out at PIT underscore fight. That's PIT underscore fight at Instagram. All right, so... Today's topic is choosing your environment in cinema and your environment choosing you in reality. So choosing your environment in cinema is exactly as it sounds. When on a closed set, you can make whatever environment you want. Or more so, whoever um, is hired to do that can do that. Um, If you're at Universal Studios, if you've ever been there, you'll see right off the bat that there are different um, types of uh, sets there from the Wild West to whatever the current attraction is, and it's all artificial. So if they want to create artificial rain and they're going to have you fighting in the rain, then that's what it's going to be. If they're going to have uh, artificial wind or, or, or any kind of weather or even a, a time period, they can also create that. You know, a good example of, uh, let's say, artificial rain uh, in, in, in a movie would be, I want to say the final Matrix movie um, starring Keanu Reeves and Hugo Weaving. Um, they're in that scene when Keanu finally faces his arch nemesis, Agent Smith. And Agent Smith has replicated himself like a virus all over the place. And Keanu Reeves' character, Neo, is going to fight Agent Smith and ultimately sacrifice himself to destroy the virus. It's sort of like a Trojan horse type of deal. But what I'm trying to focus in on here is the fact that it is raining cats and dogs. Not literally, but raining a lot. And you see Neil all wet and soaked, Agent Smith's all wet and um, uh, soaked, and they're just fighting it out and battling it out. And it's pretty epic, but there's so much water. And why is there so much water? They didn't like, you know, chart the weather and say on this day it's going to be monsoon rain no it was artificially you know created um, to have that effect so that's what I'm talking about you can pretty much create your own environment in cinema now there's certain things to take into consideration when creating your own environment in cinema and that's working within that environment Um, as always safety takes precedent over anything and everything so you got to watch for a slipping hazard, tripping hazard, things of that nature, things that can poke or hit you or fly or whatever the case might be. Those are the biggest hazards uh, you're going to face aside from the physicality of whatever it is you are doing. Again, this is cinema. This is fight choreography. This is what we do at Tactical Cinematic Development, and we are the best at it. Anyway, enough of the shameless plug. Let's go into reality. In reality, when something spontaneous, keyword spontaneous, goes down, your environment chooses you. Therefore, unlike cinema where you have time and practice and you can anticipate and everything is laid out and scripted, in life it's not like that. You have to adapt at a moment's notice. So when it's coming at you, it's coming at you. You need to adapt. So to mitigate those circumstances... Anytime you're in a place that's unfamiliar or even in your own home, start playing those scenarios in your head. Do those what ifs, right? Roll with those what ifs and look for the exits, look for weapons of opportunity, uh, look for things that will create um, barriers or ways that you can create barriers and those things because you never know 
how something is going down, when something is going down, or where something is going down. That is a fact of life taken from a person that's lived it and that continues to live it and teach it. Um, Again, just play those scenarios in your head. When you're in a place that is unfamiliar, um, again, your environment chooses you. So if you're in a tight spot, because whoever planned to ambush you planned it that way, so there's no means of escape, figure out how you're going to fight your way out. Figure out how you're going to defend yourself. Figure out how you're going to turn the tables. There are different ways of doing it, and I can't really speak to the exact method right now because, after all, this is a podcast. We have limited time. But what I can tell you is visualize it, put yourself in that position in your mind and figure it out. It only takes a couple of minutes. For some of us, it takes a couple of seconds to kind of sit down, figure it out and think about it and go on about your day. It doesn't mean that you're being hyper paranoid or hyper vigilant. You're just being aware, aware of your surroundings. You know, we have tactical cinematic development, which is our business, you know, fight choreography. But let me just segue and say we also have American Pit Fighting Martial Arts and Science. And Pit stands for Protective Incorporated Training, which is essentially uh, the art and science of protection. Protection of oneself, protection of, one's, of, of, of others. Keeping this in mind, in American Pit Fighting, we teach constant awareness of your surroundings. We teach, you know always putting together that scenario in your head whether it's an active potential active shooter event whether it's a a a potential assault a potential robbery uh, anything and everything that might happen now none of us can be fully prepared for anything and everything that comes our way but we can certainly do our very best to try because there are some people out there that are just walking around unaware of their surroundings, unaware of what's going on. And that reality, right, that environment is going to come and it's going to hit them. It's going to hit them hard. Let me give you an example. You know, once upon a time uh, in Miami, Florida, coming off the causeway, going into downtown. And by causeway, I mean there's like a causeway or a bridge that, not necessarily a bridge, but you could call it kind of that that goes from Miami Beach to downtown that hits Biscayne Boulevard in Miami. And there's this very uh, popular news reporter that was on the news back in the 80s and the 90s and part of the 2000s. And this lady's name is Sally Fitz. And the only reason I'm using her name is because her case is uh, public domain. It came out on TV, it's public domain, so yes, I can talk about it. Nonetheless, she was coming off the causeway. Now, she, as a reporter who has been on the beat for years and has been, you know, a news anchor, should know better. She was sitting at the light just off the causeway. She had her purse next to her in the car where it was visible. Her purse was open, exposing its contents. And what happens? You guessed it, carjacking. Her environment came to her. She was carjacked, she was beaten, and she was robbed, and she was lucky she came out of it with her life. My point is this. Not only do you have to be aware of your surroundings, but you have to be aware of yourself. If you're going to be rolling around in your vehicle, um, ladies, don't keep your valuables right there where it's wide open and people can see it. Put it somewhere. 
put it in the back seat, put it, you know, or when you go shopping, don't take a big purse, take only what you need. Your cell phone and your credit cards and your money if if that's the way you roll. Guys, same deal, man. Don't leave your valuables out where they can be seen. Don't think that maybe because you lift weights or you're strong or maybe you look uh, 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 intimidating that that people are not going to roll up on you because you're going to get it the worst. You know why? Because criminals, if they see that you're intimidating but you have something they want, then they're going to use a higher level of force to get it. They're going to use a higher level of aggression and an extreme level of violence to get it from you. You know that saying, the bigger they are, the harder they fall? That's how it's going to go down. A woman, if they see or feel that she's weak, and ladies, I'm not saying you're weak. I think you're stronger than us because I, for one, cannot give birth. Going back. If they if they see that, you know, or feel that the woman, then they're just going to roll in on her and, and they're going to start, you know, beating her a couple times. They're going to take her stuff. She puts up a fight. They're going to beat her even more. My point is this. Be aware of your surroundings, but also be aware of yourself. Don't walk around looking at your cell phone and and ignoring the rest of the world around you because criminals see exactly what you're doing. And if you have something they want, they're going to capitalize on the opportunity you're providing them. They're going to bring the environment to you. And then it's going to be up to you to adapt and deal with that in the most efficient and most complete manner possible. So keep that in mind. All right, so going back to film, creating that environment. You know, creating that environment um, occurs uh, in in the physical sense uh, in film, but it, it also occurs in the digital sense. Because in some cases, your envir- your, the environment in film may not even exist in reality. You could be doing some sort of crazy stuff in front of a green screen, and then they digitize it and edit it uh, in, in, in post-production. You may even be wearing a green suit because you might not even be a human in the film. But everything is choreographed, everything is staged, everything is planned, uh, right down to the very mi- you know last minute detail. So you create the environment when it comes in you know to film and that's why you know in film it's great to have that imagination and it's great to think outside the box now remember i just explained the difference between creating um um your environment in film and or 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 you know and your environment uh coming to you in reality but one thing that they both share very much in common is having that out of the box imagination thought process and what I mean is this in film if you want to make things more dynamic more exciting more innovative more everything that people want to see and stay glued to you got to think outside the box you got to utilize that imagination and you got to take them where they've not been before and when I say say them I say the audience the same thing kind of applies in reality and what I mean is this. In reality, when a situation comes to you, you got to think outside the box. Because, it, you know, most people fall back on that fight or flight. And some may try to, to, to you know, to do the latter, to, to run. But when you have no place to run, what are you going to do? Are you just going to curl up in a ball, let them beat and stab you? Or are you going to fight for your life and, and, and increase your chances of getting out of there? And it's not just fighting for your life, it's thinking out box, out of the box fighting for your life. 
in some cases you get accosted but you don't get immediately attacked that's when you can start using your, your your communication skills you know talk see what it is they want because in some cases maybe all they want is a wallet okay take the wallet money can be replaced credit cards can be replaced all that can be replaced however if they want your life then thinking creatively means you got to hit them where it hurts the most you got to take out their tools you got to take out their weapons and if you're in in in, in a hardly charged situ, highly charged situation it gets physical and let's say they lose the weapon or you somehow gain control of the weapon you also got to take out their ability to see in some cases if you can choke them out their ability to breathe these are the like you know think outside the box or if it's just an edge weapon and you know that you have no no egress or way out what are you going to do you're going to have to improvise a weapon you got to use a weapon of opportunity you got to use your environment you know one thing i always do when i come into an environment is i see the materials that are available now the number one uh, weapon or tool that everyone i mean everyone at any given time has available to me almost all to them almost all the time is the ground and i don't mean going down to the ground or anything i mean if you can pick someone up somehow and body slam them or you can get them grounded that'll buy you time to run or that'll uh, create a situation where you have control if you have at least some level of expertise on the ground the other thing i look at are walls and corners and hard surfaces those are all weapons if you think outside the box and you know how to use them so those are also uh, improvised weapons but they are stationary improvised weapons stationary keyword they're not moving and because they're not moving they're excellent when you have to continue to inflict um, repeated trauma because they're not gonna move um, improvised weapons are the ones that you can pick up and wield the ones that you can pick up and wield you need to understand how to properly wield them proper grip proper thumb placement, proper swing, those types of things. So you got to think about all those things in advance. Okay? Well, that is all I have for today. Remember, if you have any questions, hit us up um, at uh, tacticalcinematicdevelopment at gmail.com or christianmanganelli11 at gmail.com. My last name spelled M-A-N-G-A-N-E-L-L-I. Um... Christian Manganelli 11 at gmail.com. Like I said before, like two podcasts ago, we're getting ready to answer mail. Um, we have a couple already in the mailbox. I'm just waiting to kind of like build them up so I can start a series. But be sure just to go ahead and send it in. And sooner than later, you're going to hear your question answered uh, in the next couple of podcasts. Okay? So keep that in mind. Be calm and swift, my friends. Be calm and swift. Remember, in any situation, the calmer you are, the faster you are. The more tense you are, the more you lock up. So be calm and swift. Stay grinding, my friends. Stay grinding.